with Ryan Reese. This is live with Ryan Reese. Call now, 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good to be back in the studio. How long has it been? For me, it's been a while. Yeah? It's been like five weeks. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah, because I went on vacation for two weeks, and then we came back, and I think there was an event. Yeah, I think something like that. And then you got a last, week, last week or two weeks ago, I got Fake the migraine. Exactly. Fake the migraine. <laughs> yeah. Stayed home. Uh-huh. Ate strawberry shortcake That's all night. That's right. Mm-hmm. Bonbons on the, you know. Chips and salsa. Living That's the right. life. Living well, the life. Well, it's yep. good to be back with uh, all three of us. Got the band together again. Yep. It's been, we had to do a couple pre-records mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, been traveling around and stuff, but... um Things are going good. We've been, um, you know, for you listeners, we've been doing the uh, the wake up tour right now. It's uh, it's actually a tour that God gave me um, a message that God gave me about um, I don't know a couple months ago, just about uh, waking up, looking around. The harvest is ripe. The workers are few. Who will we send? Uh, and and basically, what I'm doing is I'm touring the the churches right now and, and giving this message. Um, I think we. I don't know, man. I think we got like 20 churches booked right now. It's 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 a wake up message to in to encourage. And challenge the church um, on what's going on in the world right now. As we've been touring these public high schools, we've been out at concerts and just dealing with the culture, just bringing it back to the church and letting people know what's going on out there. But then what the scriptures say and how we have to live out the Great Commission. That is our mission. It is the Great Commission to reach people. I mean, it's it's such interesting times in this culture right now. I mean, you got everything that's that's popping off in the Middle East. You know, you got North Korea going off. You got you know this whole uh this 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 deal with the the microchip um on the uprise and, and mainstream and the bitcoin currency and all these interesting things that are happening that are kind of ushering in the uh the the antichrist movement you know it's it's callousing the the culture exactly to to what's about to happen so when it does come down to it and it does hit People are going to be like, oh, man, we've seen this stuff coming for years. Right. right. And that's what this message is about is I'm, I kind of bring it all together where the culture and the gospel meet. And it's going to be going down. We got actually one of our biggest events um, so far for this tour happening tomorrow night at 6 p.m. at Calvary Chapel Diamond Bar. Um, Calvary Chapel Golden Springs in Diamond Bar. You could go to uh, – what is it? How, how do you get to the address? Um for uh, Calvary Chapel Golden Springs, it's at 22324 uh, Golden Springs. It's about 20 minutes north of Disneyland, right off Grand Avenue. Um, you can go to calvarygs.org for those uh, directions. But also, maybe you're not um, in the local area, but you want to tune into this event. You can go to calvarygs.org at 6 o'clock. Um, they'll, they'll be worshiping Ryan's message, like he said. For those that are in the area, anywhere that, that you can drive over to Diamond Bar, it's not that far, especially on a Sunday evening. At 5 o'clock, we're going to have tacos set up outside. We'll yeah, be yeah. hanging out. And then at 6 o'clock, um, the event will start. So if you guys don't know where Diamond Bar is, it's right where the 57 and the 60 meet. Literally, they collide together, and that's exactly where Diamond Bar is. It's going down where they collide. They come together as one. Yes. Um, it's going down tomorrow. Come out. It's going to be a big deal. And not only that, uh, it's, we're going to have, you know, the shiny head band's going to be playing. And then that message is actually going to be on K wave as well. Mm. So come join us for that. Yeah. K wave is going to be there too. Yeah. K wave is going to be there. We're going to have Mike, uh, Mike, Brian 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 Brian
hollering. Uh, K Wave will be down there. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be sick. Come on, come all, bring your friends, family. They got childcare. Did you say tacos? Uh, yeah, tacos. yeah, they got tacos. So you had me at tacos and cupcakes. Mike, you like cupcakes yeah. is going to be there. The cupcake truck's coming. Oh too. man, you got to come. Forget the message. Just come down for <laughs> the cupcakes and the tacos. It's going to be sick. Tomorrow night at Diamond Bar at 6 p.m. is when the study starts. But five o'clock there will be the food trucks. Mike, delight cupcakes. It's going down. Also, what's been going on is uh, the Whosoever's did a collaboration with I Am Second Films, and uh, we are actually on the Vans Warp Tour right now as we speak, touring the nation. Um, if you go to the Vans Warp Tour, come by the I Am Second booth, say hi, chop it up. They'll be there hanging out and uh, just doing their thing. So I'm excited, man. Yep. Yeah, it's really cool. I cool- mean, all the people that are, you know, um, talking about the Wake Up Tour, I think it's something that's been needed for a while because I think that, you know, we get so conditioned that, like, um, it's just happening, yeah. you know, and we just go along with it and we think we can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. I was listening to K-Wave uh, today and this guy was talking about um, homosexuality and how he went before the courts and got this all turned around by not using the Bible, but just using like uh, studies that doctors have done and all this kind of stuff. And the courts were like, oh, it made sense to them. And he was saying, you know, that mm-hmm. We just sit back and we don't really do anything about it. Like, why aren't we going and fighting against things that we know that are not right? You know what I'm saying? Right. Because we're just kind of accepting them. You know what I'm saying? We get to the point where we're like, well, you know, it's all going to end anyways. The earth is coming to an end. So let's just let it happen. And so we don't go out there and voice, you know, the right. truth. And people love the truth. Once they hear it, you know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. don't want to hear it. But once they hear it, they're like, yeah, you're right. You know, mm-hmm. all you got to do is look at the world around, like you were saying. And I mean, there's so much there's vulgarness there. Mm-hmm. There's perversion on every level. No doubt. No matter how old you are, it's impacting you because it's impacting your children. Or it's impacting right. your grandchildren right now. And you see them growing up mm-hmm. in a world that is shaping and molding them and its image. And that's why all the things that we're doing here, Ryan's Wake Up Tour, the Kill the Noise Tour, where these guys have been able to go to the high schools, you know, this summer is almost over. Summer goes by so quick. Exactly. You know? And now we're school years coming up. And I would encourage you guys, if you have a vision for a high school, you have connection, you're a teacher, you're a janitor, uh, you go to school there and you want to bring the Kill the Noise Tour, make sure that you book it now because this is the perfect time. Go to info at com. The thing with the whosoever is the vision behind it is reaching out to this generation, to being a voice, to to reach out to those that are, are getting caught up. We were caught up for many years. We were blinded by by sin, by darkness for so many years, and by God's grace, he has pulled us out. Now we have a responsibility, and he's given us an opportunity to do great things. And maybe you are not able to go on these tours, but you can be a part of it. Number one, you pray for it. Also, you can give to it because these events are able to impact so many. If you follow some of the social media of the whosoever, those are legit things that have been taking place. We've heard so many stories. Ryan has told many stories up to this point as well. And so we encourage you guys to be a part of some way of the Kill the Noise Tour and what the Lord's doing. Exactly. What was that? What was that one quote? It says, good uh, evil prevails because good people do, do nothing. nothing. Yep. Exactly. That is that's pretty much sums up. What you were just saying, right. Melinda, when you were talking about that, I exactly. thought about that. And then also uh, recently, 
in uh, uh, Teen Vogue, this uh, article came out, which I'm not even allowed to talk about it from the radio because it's so filthy and disgusting. But I can tell you this. It is encouraging young kids because I think the age is what? From 11 to 17 years old, the people, kids that read Teen Vogue. And the article that that came out, it's actually through the whole magazine. There's all these different subjects they talk about. Again, it's so disgusting and so disturbing. I don't even get shocked. I've I've seen it all and heard it all. And I read this article and I was disgusted that literally it's encouraging young kids to do the dirtiest, most filthy, disgusting stuff ever, which is also in my Bible study that I'm talking about in Wake Up. I'll be hitting a little bit on this, these Mm -hmm. subjects. But basically, in my, my Bible study in the wake up, I talk about how uh, social media and the culture that we're in right now is showing these kids new ways of sinning. Right. And there's no moral standards. Right. So now kids that weren't even uh, ever knew anything about the stuff that I'm that that I'm going to be talking about tomorrow. Now it has opened the Pandora box to this. Dude, when I read this article, I literally I, I didn't know much about this whole these subjects, and it come on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, in, no, in the yeah. detail. Right, right. No, in yeah. the detail yeah. that they're, they're talking about these like technical details no, and all this stuff that literally your your mind is like blown. Going, no, it was pretty just and, gnarly. And, and I literally try when I read when I read this, I tried to take my mind out of like that. I'm not like that. I'm not a follower of Christ. Right. And if I'm not a follower of Christ and a Christian. How would I read this and how would I look at it? Right. Well, after you read that, you would go, if you weren't a Christian, you'd be like, the way they position it, you're like, I'll try anything exactly. once. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I Why mean? Why not? Why not? I've been instructed. I know the right way to do it. Yep. So that nothing is painful or, you know, anything yep. of that nature. Mm-hmm. So, and you won't catch any diseases. Yeah. I mean, they show, they tell you exactly. Everything. It is. Yeah, raunchy. Stra- yep. It's strategically written. It's written in a way of making this in such a positive light that the the, the listening, the audience, or those who are reading, or like you said, mm-hmm. it just kind of just flows so smoothly for mm-hmm. them to understand it. Yeah. And what it is doing, whether they partake of it or go deeper with it, it's blemishing their mind. And exactly. That's a dangerous thing. You're blemishing the mind of, of young lives, young children. They're being distorted daily by so much garbage. Exactly. And yeah, it just goes to tell you, show you what's First taking of all, place. you're putting something in the young kids' minds of something they might not have ever really thought about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're just going about their business doing other things, and then now all of a sudden you're bringing this to the forefront of like, oh, now there's this that I can try. Right. You know, where before they might not have even given any thought, you know, but mm-hmm. now... It's in their minds. And that's why, you know, under the pretense of fashion, because Vogue is fashion. Mm -hmm. So now more than ever, as parents, as grandparents, as aunts and uncles, whoever have young kids, we have to be more aware of what they're picking up. Because realistically, if my daughter came and said, hey, I want to see Team Vogue because she's super into fashion, I'd be like, of course, that's what it's about. You know what I'm saying? But now I'm like, oh, heck no. Like, Mm -hmm. Because they're not, they're trying to fool the teens into buying this for other reasons than, you know, and then they're just filling their head with garbage. I just went over to my wife's uh, Instagram or her Facebook. She actually posted the article. You know, you can go check it out if you want on Crystal Reese 
um, her Facebook, but there's this girl that writes on her um, page and she's one of our friends. She's, she's not a Christian uh-huh. at all. She's, she's like, this is what she writes actually at right. one of the comments it says, I'm about as liberal as they come when it comes to sex ed. And this article is totally lame. And then dot, 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 it goes on to talk about the thing. But right. even <laughs> this, this girl, right. and she doesn't want to, she doesn't care about God at all. Right. Liberal as they come. Yeah. She's like, this article is ridiculous. Right. That they would even put this in. And then I even looked up the girl that, that wrote about mm-hmm. it. And it's just like, this chick's just, you know, pig, basically. Like, right. Disgusting in the yep. head to, to do that. Because I was actually talking to your daughter, mm-hmm. uh, Monet, the other day. And I'm like, I didn't even tell her about it. Right. I just go, hey, do you read, uh, do you read Teen Vogue? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, yeah. I, like, I go, you, I go, don't read it anymore. Right, right. You know, don't because I don't even want her to see the article. Yeah. Don't read it anymore. And uh, you know, she goes, oh, I just look at the pictures or whatever. But then I saw that that video today, and inside it, there's like pictures of all this, yeah. this crazy stuff. So exactly. It's, like, it's just crazy, man. You, you can't. For if, sure. If you're tuning in right now, this is live with Ryan Reese, and we're here just talking about major things that are taking place in our world today, and we're going to be talking about different subjects throughout this. Uh, evening, but if you're going to want to call in, remember the number is triple eight five six four six one seven three. Again, triple eight five six four six one seven three. And if you want to hear more about this in detail, come tomorrow to the Wake Up Tour. The Wake Up Message is going to have all this stuff, but we're going to be talking about it straight up, like right there on the spot, and educating you guys about what's going on in the world and what's going on in culture and what God is doing and how He's moving. And how he's setting people free, and how revival's breaking out. Come down tomorrow night to uh, to Calvary Chapel Diamond Bar. It's right where the fifty-seven and the sixty freeway meet. If you live in Southern California, and if you want to tune in, you can tune in to the website at uh, uh, CalvaryGS dot org. Yeah. So you want to, we gave out the number. Yep. Let's so let's let's talk about uh, what are we going to talk about? Self worth or self worth. Well, tell them why. Because I am second is kind of doing their thing, and they have like a, a focus right now. And I think they're in New Jersey at the the Vans Warp Tour. And I am second has uh, partnered and been a part of your what God's done in your life, Ryan, over the years. And um, oh, I, have this, a, I have a film on there. Yeah, yeah. I tell my testimony. And it's it was, they do amazing work. They do amazing drums, telling stories, and this is their way of recognizing that these are things that are facing this generation. And one of them is is self-worth. And mm-hmm. we just wanted to kick this up just a little bit of what that is. Because self-worth, self-esteem, you know, sometimes this terminology more leans towards psychology. But I think it's important to, to break down what self-worth is. Basically, it's how you find yourself value, value in yourself, who right. you are as a person. And why this is important is because in our society, kind of like what we're talking about right now, People value themselves by things in a lot of ways, such as by likes, by likes on social media. I got that right here on my notes mm-hmm. by status mm-hmm. financially. How mm-hmm. much you have in your bank account? Right. What kind but, of job do you have? What do you, you look rolling? like? By what others think of you. Yeah. But this is the problem. How much Botox you have? Yeah. When you find your <laughs> when you find your self-worth in things, when those things are not there, who are you? Right. Yep. You know, and this can go like things that we know. Um. A skater, skated his whole life since he was a kid, break two legs, mm-hmm. you're in a bed, mm-hmm. not able to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. You might be in your heart or whatever, but you're not able to do your, your thing. Mm-hmm. And you have to find yourself of who you are. Musician, can't sing any longer. That's all they know. Travel the world. 
been on stages all over the place. That's who you become. That's who yep. you are. But when that's taken away, who are you? And you can go down the list. And the, the problem is these are things that we do, but finding our true worth in them by themselves can leave us bankrupt. And the world's telling us that this is who you are. And, you know, this happens in high school a lot. You put on a, people put on a facade of who they are because they want to feel liked. Mm-hmm. Girls want to, you know, because of broken homes, mm-hmm. there's no stability. Right. Uh, you know, you, you've heard, how many stories have you heard of like a girl not having a father in the home mm-hmm. and, and looking for that figure right. and finding self-worth? And it's like by what a guy, by the attraction that she has with a guy mm-hmm. or relationships and stuff right. like that. Right? Well, you find self-worth in your husband, your kids, your job, your friends, what, you know, your looks. You know what I'm saying? And that's how the world judges you. You know what I'm saying? In the sense of like, oh, well, that girl's really pretty. So she has a lot of self-worth, off, obviously, because mm-hmm. the world looks at her as beautiful. You know, and the it's outside. all. Yeah. And it's all over social media. People are posting pictures and then girls are like, well, I'm not as pretty as she is. So what does that mean for me? You know, mm-hmm. or I don't have a boyfriend like she does. So what does that mean for me? Or whatever it may be. Oh, well, they're flying here. They're flying there. They must have a great job or a lot of money. I don't have a lot mm-hmm. of money, you mm-hmm. know, and the world wants us to believe that to create um, higher self-esteem that we need to act on our on our intuition and we need to meditate. Mm-hmm. That's their answer. Because if we act our, our intuition and experiences, then it results in a successful experience of building up who we are, mm-hmm. you know. And then if you're like going through a hard time, their thing is you meditate. And then that the answers is going to come to you as you're meditating, you, you know, look deep within yourself. Yeah. Yep. Yes, exactly. But then if you want to look at it in the way that, you know, God has planned, it, it talks about how our self-worth is in Jesus Christ's death on the cross. And how we can be- how we can believe we aren't worthy when he how can we believe we aren't worthy when he passionately thought we were worthy? How did he passionately think we were worthy? Because he died on the cross for us. So it's just a matter of finding our self worth in Jesus Christ. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, look at all the people that uh, the Lord used in the Bible. I mean, how? I mean, really, what they look? Like? They weren't smart, mm-hmm. most of them. Mm-hmm. They probably didn't look, they didn't have like the best looks, mm-hmm. but that's, the Lord doesn't care about that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He cares about the heart. They, he cares about the willingness. He cares about what, you know, your commitment is to him. And if you are willing to be that willing vessel, you know, mm-hmm. and that's where you get your self-worth. And once you have your self-worth in that, all that other stuff doesn't matter because you know that you are in Christ. Okay. So with all that said, so when we give our... When we gave our life to the Lord, yeah, um, we came to the Lord and we were like, kind of in a place, just going <laughs> self worth. Like, what, what are we gonna? What am I doing with my life? Right. What am I gonna do? Exactly. You know. And then you, you you just start following God and trying to see who we are in Christ. Because if we give our life to Christ, He implants His Holy Spirit in us, and w- the whole deal with Christianity is we become like Christ. Mm-hmm. So we find find out our worth. As we position our heart towards him and we find out who we are in in him. Mm-hmm. And it takes time to figure that out. But as you go into a deeper relationship with him, reading, praying, and then him start mo- working in your life, that's how you find out your self-worth. What you're, basically what you were created for. Exactly. 
And as God starts showing you, hey, I'm going to open this door for you to get this job. Oh, okay, God, like this is, I'm, all I am is who I am in you. And now you've opened this door. Okay. So now you open this door to do this job. So now I'm going to do this. So this is, this is who I am in you. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, okay, God, you're going to open this door for me to marry this girl. And then now through Christ, now you have your wife, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and then your kids and your job and all these different things. And that's, it's all about who we are in Christ. Right. That's the key. And there's people, like you just said right now, right? We came to a place where you're jacked up. You're mm-hmm. broken. You feel like a failure in some ways. Like, I can't do this no more. I'm like a drug addict. I'm partying all the time. I'm, I'm driving people that know me crazy, you know? You feel like a loser. You feel like you're, you can't But you could be sober and be doing that. Yeah. You could be sober and, and cheating on your wife and like being oh, for greedy. Sure. This or, is or where a lot of people a, are. Not even just a, maybe just a workaholic. How about some guy that's just balling? Yep. Driving a Ferrari. Yep. Mansion. House. House of the River. But just a workaholic. Right. Not around. Mm-hmm. Dude, the family's bummed out on that. Yep. Right. And we see that a lot. We've talked to so many people. We, we've done so much ministry. Broken people. I, I talked to so many broken people over the phone. Weeping. Mm-hmm. Crying. Grown men. Because they feel like they've screwed everything up. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they can't fix it. And like you said, they can come from a life of privilege. They can come from a life of success. Uh, and they can come from the streets. And they can come from drugs and alcohol, all these different things. And you get to a place where you need to change. You, you need to know, like, why am I here? Those, those right. thoughts that go through your mind. Why am I here? What is my purpose? Is it just making money and then spending it like crazy throughout mm-hmm. the weekend and then doing it all over again? And you're just like this hamster on the wheel. And that's where a lot of people are even tonight. If you're listening, maybe you're driving to the bar again, driving to the club again, and you've been doing this for years and years and years, but you find yourself questioning sometimes, is this life? Is this the value of my life? And like what Ryan was saying is like, what we find in Christ is this. We talk about self-worth. You are valuable. Right. You are valuable. You're valuable in God's sight. I, I like the, the, the um, Jeremiah where it says that these thoughts and these plans that he has for you are great. And let me read it. It says, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you a future and a and hope. hope. Mm-hmm. I care for you. I have thoughts for you. I'm thinking of you. And not only that, from where you think the end is right now, I have a future for you. Right. And I have a hope. All you need to do is believe and to trust. Melinda, you brought it up, and that's the key. You're valuable because somebody sacrificed. They put their love into action, and that is Christ. And when you realize that, that your life isn't pointless or meaningless. And there's a lot of people out there that come from broken homes. You don't have that stability. Mm-hmm. You didn't get brought up. You had maybe a dad that did you wrong or a mom that did you wrong, and you feel like trash or right. garbage. You don't, you don't feel worthy. Right. In Christ, he is able to take you, mold you into his image, and show you what he has for you. There are no accidents. No. There aren't. God can work out the things that you battle with, with the evil of our society and the fallen nature of man to do a great work in your life if you just start this process of walking with the Lord. Right. If you just surrender. If you just surrender. Because society will lead you astray, obviously. 
And society has its own standards. So you can't listen to what society is saying. Society goes, like I said, you know, are you attractive enough? Are you successful enough? But realistically, it's all about Jesus loves you. That's it. He loves you. So you may come from this broken home or you may be, you know, not having anybody or feel love. But it doesn't really matter because the one person that needs to love you does love you. And that's Jesus. And that's all you need, because through that and knowing and having that confidence that he loves you, it's going to spur on all these other things. And then you're going to feel loved. You know, you've got to be able to feel loved. You've got to be able to accept his love because he loves you and it's a free gift. Mm -hmm. But you have to accept it. You have to surrender and you have to, you know, move forward. And to think about it, think about this. It's like people are always comparing themselves. Well, I don't have, you know, my nose. It's too big. Or... Um, you know, whatever it may be, I'm not the right height or I don't have the right type of body. But realistically, what it comes down to is that the Lord made us. Mm-hmm. We were fearfully, wonderfully made in our mother's womb. The Lord doesn't make mistakes. And if we all looked alike, it would be boring. And he made us all different because we're not we all don't have the same eyes. We all don't have the same mind. So we're all attracted to different things. So because you think that you're ugly doesn't mean that there isn't a guy out there that's going to not think you're attractive mm-hmm. because there's tons of times where, you know, people are like, oh, that guy's so attractive. I'm like, really? Like, I don't think he's attractive because we all have different eyes to see. I think also the uh, with social media and just the world that we're living with social media that what's presented is hot. Right. You know, um, without saying any names, all that stuff you're seeing on these celebrities is all fake. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Strategically. A, yeah. Yes. There's a lot of <laughs> fake stuff going on. There's a lot of implants. There's a lot of skin Botox. manipulating, yep. Botox. There's a lot of lifts airbrush brush yeah. photoshop seriously I mean, there's so much stuff that goes yeah. along with all that stuff mm-hmm. and then they're like this is hot you know mm-hmm. but it's 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 all it's all fake you know personally I'm, I'm into the natural um but yeah it's it's like it's just all packaged it's manufactured exactly insane so people you know get caught up in that stuff right and think it's real and they think that that's the standard it's it's, it's not the standard no it's not it's not that's just just a few people that have a lot of money that's what society <laughs> wants you to think is the standard that's what they want you to try to achieve because why because they want to mess with your mind and it's a money maker come on people are gonna make money off of it you know and yeah. it's like how can you look at somebody and be like oh my gosh they're so beautiful if they're fake because that's mm-hmm. not really what they look like you know what I'm saying? That is totally true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's totally fake. So Fuck. it's like, okay, you're not beautiful. Someone created you to be beautiful, and it wasn't the Lord. You went in and said, I want to look like so-and-so, or this is what I want. So then all of a sudden, that's beautiful. That's not beautiful because you're messing with God's creation. Mm-hmm. God created you beautiful, mm-hmm. period, first and foremost. And so you need to live out that. Yep. Totally agree. I like it. So what do you guys think? <laughs> no, we're going to be going to break here in a few minutes. No, the self-worth is it's a it's it's a, it's a big issue. It's you know, huge. I think that, that all that stuff leads to what these what these a lot of these students are dealing with, you know, that leads to the to the anxiety, yeah. the depression, the hopelessness, the suicidal thought. I mean, exactly. that, that that is a sexual identity. Yeah. You yeah. Know? 
You you don't find yourself, and that's the other thing. You morphs into okay. No, my identity is actually this. It's my sexuality, mm-hmm. and that's everything that I am. You know, mm-hmm. and this is where things get so skewed, right? Because you you le- you lose scope of like who you truly are. Like you are unique. Like you were you saying, are. you're created for a purpose. When yep. you find that purpose, it will change the direction of your life. And that's why we do this show. That's why we talk about these subjects because we know it's prevalent. I, I think the social media aspect is probably one of the most things that correlate to what we're talking about right exactly. now. Exactly. Because it's all linked to likes and you're like, I can't believe he didn't like my photo. Right. You know, I can't believe they, they don't see. Oh, I was in the perfect angle in the shot. Right. I'm like, I only got, you know. Speaking of which, how many likes do I have on this? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, we, about, we have about a minute left. We're going to continue this conversation. The number is 888-564-6173, We would love to hear from you. We got a comment in saying Teen Vogue, Cosmo Publishers are now trying to get stores to only sell to 18 plus because it's porn. All wow. right. Well, there's that. Um, don't yeah. forget, tomorrow night at 6 p.m. at Calvary Chapel Diamond Bar, the wake-up tour. I'm giving the wake-up message for the church. Wake up, look around. The harvest is ripe. I'm going to be bringing culture, everything we're talking about tonight, and much more, and the gospel together to talk about what Jesus says and how we got to reach the lost at any cost. Our mission is the Great Commission. 6 p.m. in Southern California at Calvary Chapel Diamond Bar. And there is a live webcast if you're listening anywhere else in the world. You can watch it. Um, We will be back right after the break in two minutes. More live with Ryan Reese coming up. Is everything all right? Sure. Call now, 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Uh, I think I speak for the entire administration when I say... Now, back to Live with Ryan Reese. Don't say what I warn you. All right, we're back. We're talking about self-worth and identity. So uh, the number is 888-564-6173, 888-564-6173. We're going to keep taking calls, and we're going to start with this one right here from Maryland. How you doing, Rebecca? What's your question tonight? Hey, Ryan. How Hi. are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing tonight? Good. Just good to hear from you. It's- it's Rebecca 33, by the way. Hello, Rebecca 33. Oh, wow. <laughs> What's up? Not much. What's your question, um, Rebecca? Uh, I've been going through some big trials and tribulations lately. And in the past, I would choose to have bitterness towards God, and I would tend to lose my faith. And that's the last thing I want to do in this situation. So I kind of just want to learn how to press more into God instead of fall away from him during hard times. You know, when it comes to hard times, hard times are necessary in our lives. So often Mm -hmm. throughout scripture, we see it. We see it through the life of Abraham. Testings and trials were needed to shape him into the man that he was called to be. And you can go all through the Old Testament. You think of Peter who denied the Lord and then he was self-confident before that. 
He thought he had everything under control and everything was going to flow. And if everybody backed out, he won it. Yet he denied the Lord and he failed greatly. And he went through this pain. He went through this remorse. He went through a testing. He went through a trial. God restored his life. He was used powerfully in the church. He was rejected. He was thrown in jail as he preached. You know, he's doing all the right things. He's serving God. He's preaching God's word. But what's happening? Turmoil is taking place. He got arrested a few times, as you see in the book of Acts. But he would write in his own letter, he would say, In this you greatly rejoice, thou know for a little while, if need be, who have been grieved by various trials, knowing that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. That's First Peter chapter 1, verses um, 6 through 7. He's saying that when you go through these trials, these testings, you are going to come out a better person. You're going to come out a useful person. If you ever, I don't know, you deal with tools or anything, but if you go to tools, you go to um, like a hardware store or a Home Depot or whatever, you need to get a hammer. You go get, get a hammer or any of the tools that are made with metal, you'll see something on them that says tempered. And the word tempered literally means that it's gone through the fire, it's been tested and it's been approved. And that's what God does in our lives in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Now that that hammer that you get, you understand that it's been qualified, it's been tested, it's been proven, now it's useful. And the same thing with our lives. When we are tested, when we are tried, when we go through this area, we'll be useful in other ways. When people see the pain that we go through, you're able to say, man, I've been there. I've done it. God was faithful. You know, I learned this from, from my trial. I've learned this from my testing. So as a Christian, we can't run away from your problems. We did that back in the day. You get drunk. You go back to the bar. You get high. You go in different relationships. You try to drown out the noise. But in the Lord, you stand your ground and you move forward. And that comes by prayer, by the word and everything that we're speaking right now and perspective of like, Lord, if this is coming through your hands, I accept it mm -hmm. as to a faithful creator. And I submit to whatever you have that you're throwing my way because I trust you. I know your character and you're good and you're forming or not against me. I like, I like this too. Well, when I start, when you were talking about those other dudes, I started thinking about John the Baptist, mm -hmm. right? He did amazing things. Then he got put in jail, right? He, he got beheaded too. Mm -hmm. And then you had uh, Paul. He wrote all the, the letters. Yep. Probably wouldn't even have those letters if he was, if wasn't in jail to write all that stuff. Jeremiah as well in jail and mm -hmm. the whole thing. There's all these different guys. All, there's all these stories through the Bibles yeah. of all these people that went through hard times. And then I thought about that uh, verse in, in uh, James 1, verse 2. It says, They're brothers and sisters. When troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is being tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. So this is also an opportunity for your faith to grow instead of running back, like Sean was saying, to our old life. Oh, I can't take it. I'm going to just run to God. We need to run to God. Because then going on, it says this in, in verse 5. It says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking, but when you ask, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver, for a person divided loyalties and is, is unsettled as a wave at the sea is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people shouldn't accept to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. So here we are. We're in the situation where you're saying, 
Well, I might go run away from God. Here, clearly in James 1, it's saying, no, you need to press into God. Because if you're divided between the two, going, oh, I think I'm going to walk away. I I love God. You're just tossed like a sea, basically like a sailor at sea going back and forth. So you want to press into God, and he will give you that wisdom that you need for this time. And your faith will grow. And um, you will be, uh, what would you say? What was that word? Sean, which one? The one that you said that when you go through <laughs> the stuff, you're, you'll be uh, tested, that tool. Oh, yeah. Tempered. 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 And this, useful. And useful. Yes. This is going to be, this is a time for growth. Exactly. In your faith walk. Right. And, you know? Yeah. And it's, it stinks. It does. It, <laughs> but it really sucks. Necessary. But this is the thing. When I go through hard times, I always go back to, okay, Lord, like, what is the lesson in this for me? Yeah. What is it that I'm going to come out that I need to learn? Because there's a lesson in it for you. And you need to figure out what that lesson is, and you need to learn it, and you need to move forward. And that's how you're going to grow, and that's how he's going to be able to strengthen you for the next time around when hard times come. Because hard times are going to come. We're never not going to have hard times. So we just have to go through them, but end up learning what it is that he has for us in that hard time. The older you get, the more hard times. Seriously. The older I get, I'm like, man, I don't remember going through this much stuff when I was younger. Heck no. It's because all these situations, the older you get, yeah. all, more situations happen and it gets it gets. I tougher. hear it gets tougher too. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Rebecca, you got this. Press into Jesus. That's right. Draw near Thank to God and he will draw near to you. I also love what it says in James. It says resist the devil and he will flee. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, right. I don't know what you're going through. But I mean, sometimes it's just not the. Sometimes it's not always the devil. You go through hard times because mm-hmm. sometimes God's strengthening you. Right. He's, he's teaching you lessons. Right. But if you are facing, you know, temptation and stuff like that, resist the devil and he will flee. Resist means if someone's trying to kill you, you're going to resist them. That means you're going to do everything in your power to get that right. guy away from you. And not not all the times. And this is just for the other listening audience. Is that we don't always, when the devil comes in to try and tempt us, we don't always resist. No, we don't. We kind of just surrender. Yeah. Very right. easy. We, take, we get taken captive very easily. Resist means to like do everything in your power not to let someone kill you, exactly. basically. For sure. Um, you fight to the very end. And that's what the scriptures say. I'm in a time right now mm-hmm. that it's something that I can't control, mm-hmm. which is kind of something that I'm just kind of stepping back and just letting God take care of mm-hmm. now because I don't really have a say in what's going on because I'm still a minor. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I think that where... that's the hardest part because I'm a control freak. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, I want to control are. everything. And so, and I think that's why, you know, things come into my life because the Lord's like, do you not get it? I'm in control. Right. Give it to me, cast all your cares, your burdens upon me, because I'm the only one that can help you. I'm the only mm-hmm. one that can get you through this hard times. You've le- you've leaned on yourself. You've tried to control the situation. And what happens? It gets worse. And so just completely surrendering and giving up that control is so freeing. You won't believe how free you will feel because you know you can't do anything about it. So just allow the Lord to work it out. Right. Yeah, it's it's tough. Yeah, on when, when you, it, it's it, tough when you're young. When you're young. Yeah. When you're young. When you're a minor. There's a million yeah. other things I can imagine. If we had more time to talk to you, I'm sure there's right. a million things that are going on in your well, life. I've been through like I've been through enough to realize that like, okay, 
like, because I've definitely grown from how I was before. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, I'm just kind of able to just say, like, you know, this is just God's way of controlling me right now, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to let Him take it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Let Him let Him work yep. in you and through you, and and develop your faith. But the last thing you want to do, I want to encourage you: don't go back to the old life, because right. you know the. The grass is always greener, they think, on the other side. And, you know, you're going to go there and you're going to go, man, this is where I came from. It's just like that Proverbs verse. Proverbs 20 talks about the dog. So the dog mm-hmm. goes back to its vomit as as the fool repeats his foolishness. Mm-hmm. It's like you've probably seen a dog eat, a vo- eat vomit before. It's pretty disgusting. <laughs> and uh, when you realize you go back to your old life and walk away from God, you're just going, man, this stinks. What did I do? And then you got to come back out of it and you're bummed out. I know because I've been there. Mm-hmm. We yeah. all have, and it's it's lame every time, you know. Right? Yeah. But, but God's gonna do awesome things with you. All right, Rebecca. Thank you so much for calling. Thanks in. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. If you're tuning in right now, this is live with Ryan Reese. We're taking your phone calls now, so if you want to call through, you can call triple eight five six four six one seven three, triple eight five six four six one seven three. Ryan, when you were talking about that, that verse, that later part of James, where it talks about the double-minded man and being mm-hmm. tossed back and forth yeah. in the ocean, when you're, when you're saying that, um, I've, I've heard that verse so many times, but it's so prevalent around. And when we deal with people and their lives are miserable, a lot of times it's that. Mm-hmm. There's no stability. Right. And that life is miserable. Exactly. Let's talk about that life yeah. a little bit. Yeah, it's miserable. So, like, what it's saying is, it's saying that you're you're like the wave being tossed to and fro, back and forth. Mm-hmm. So, an example is, you're trying to walk with God. You're like, man, I want to give my life to God. I want to follow Him. I want to follow what His teachings and, and do what he, he wants with my life. But then, you have these. Uh, then we have. It's like you have one foot in the world, mm-hmm. trying to party and do. I don't know whatever you're into. It's things yeah. that are not of God, right? Mm-hmm. But then. You spend your life, like Chuck Smith would say, like a spiritual yo-yo. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You're up and down, up and down. Right. And that is probably the that is probably the most mind-boggling, the, the thing that will drive you insane. It will. Mm-hmm. You're, you're better off just... Going one way or the other. Well, there's that verse in yeah. Revelation that says Jesus, you can't, he doesn't you can't want you to be, be hot or cold yeah. or lukewarm. Yeah, lukewarm. You got to be hot or cold, not lukewarm right. or he'll spit you out of his mouth. He doesn't want someone that's hot or you know, right. lukewarm that's in the middle. Exactly. And that mindset will drive you nuts. Let's just think about us for a minute, okay? Mm-hmm. We're, we're, I would say that we want to follow God with all of our hearts. Right. Mm-hmm. But then that the temptation or the sin, whatever like little things that come into our life, and then we start kind of submitting to these little mini sins or what I don't know, whatever sins you want to call. And then all of a sudden you're just kind of double-minded, right. you know? And, dude, yep. that will just drive you nuts. Completely. Exactly. Until you get to the point where you're like, God, forgive me. Why am I even thinking about this, this stuff? Why am I allowing stuff in my life? That stuff will drive you nuts. Oh, and if you give into it and then you start diving in and then there's that guilt and shame, there's that, that condemnation, then that's what people find themselves. Oh, now I, I, you don't feel like going to church because you feel guilty and ashamed. And then there's this, this battle. Then you go out and you try to live you know, this crazy way. Then you're like, it doesn't click, but you're just forcing through it anyway. Mm-hmm. And you just feel miserable. I've seen so many people over the years go for years sometimes and then show back up to the office and show back up like, I got a DUI. I got this. My wife left me. My husband left me. 
And it all started mm-hmm. by taking steps in the flesh, leaning towards that, that unstable foundation, being tossed and back, and not learning these lessons in, the, in right. your life. Like these are necessary lessons of testing and trial. Life's not always easy. Right. So if you come out of that lifestyle and you give your life to God and you're like, man, I don't, I'm over that. And then you think when you go back, do you think it's going to be better mm-hmm. if you're doing the same stuff? <laughs> I know exactly. That, you may get away with not getting in trouble for a while, but sooner or later, if you came out of a radical life it, or a it, life that you weren't stoked on the, the situations you're putting yourself into, going back, you think it's gonna not well, it's happen like, again? It's like a marriage, okay? Yeah, you get married, mm-hmm. you have issues, you got problems. Mm-hmm. Every marriage has its own problems. Yes. So you decide, I don't want to deal with these problems anymore. I'm going to divorce. Yes. And then I'm going to marry somebody else. Yes. But what you realize is. They're not going to be the same problems, obviously, but there's always going to be problems. Uh-huh. Like you cannot run away from them and you cannot find the perfect place where there aren't going to be any problems or any, you know, trials. It's like. And go talk to any divorced person that got remarried two to three times. Yes. Exactly. They'll tell you exactly that. Exactly. Because yeah. it, it doesn't work out. And then all of a sudden you have these blended families and then you've got problems with the kids and it just, it escalates. It just yeah. keeps getting worse. So if you go back into the world and you start doing what you used to do, it's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and worse and worse and worse. And the scriptures say you reap what you sow. Exactly. But I always look at that with a positive effect because you reap what you sow. You reap the things of the spirit. Right. Or you sow the things of the spirit like you follow God. Right. And surrender and follow him. You're going to reap the things of God. Right. But if you... You know, reap the things of the. You go do bad. You're gonna you're gonna reap the bad stuff. Exactly. So I always look at that as a positive thing. Follow God, and you're gonna reap the things right. of God. And there's nothing but blessings that come along with that. Isn't exactly. it crazy how Satan? It's the good life. Works. Yeah. Satan works, man. He he he's such a deceiver. Always has been from the beginning of time. With Adam and Eve for the children of Israel. Oh, you had it better back then. And it's the mm-hmm. same line that people right. fall into so often. I, I've heard it, like seriously, genuinely think like my life was better when I wasn't walking with the Lord. I had money. I had this. I had that. All talk in the flesh and then give into it. You you said if it was better, then why'd you come to the Lord? Right. Exactly. And that, and that, <laughs> exactly. And really, that, that's what you said as well. And so I was thinking of this in First Corinthians 10, Paul gives this whole like overview history of the Old Testament, but for a purpose and a verse that we all know is uh, verse 13 where it says there's no temptation given to you that is not common to man and God is faithful always give you a way of escape or a door but also says this for him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall don't have confidence in yourself understand that the flesh is going to be weak in your life always and if you feed it it can overcome you exactly and then if uh, he hits that point home because what he said previously he's like let me tell you a story the children of Israel, they saw miracles. They saw the Red Sea split open. Mm-hmm. They saw wa- uh, food, co- manna come down from heaven and provide for the needs. They saw water come out of a rock. But guess what? Many of them died. Thousands of them died in the wilderness because of unbelief and they exactly. were given over to the flesh. So those things in themselves, um, in these experiences, don't keep you. What keeps you is growing in a relationship with God, God's word, prayer, and a transparent relationship before God, walking in the light as he is in the light. Because if you start to dabble and walk in darkness, walk in the shadows, you will start compromising. You'll start going through that unstable life, driving back and forth like the, the wave right. of the sea. And you're going to be miserable. We don't want you to be miserable. 
God doesn't want you to be miserable. He wants you to find out what he has for you by submitting to him. The devil, all he, first of all, he's the dragon. He's the destroyer. He's the liar. He's actually the father of lies since the right. beginning. There was iniquity in him from the very beginning. And what he does is he gives us the highlight reels of our past life. Yeah. He shows us all the highlights. Exactly. We're like, man, my life was sick. <laughs> Look what I did. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I want him to show me all the, the reels of what happened after those highlight nights. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Being with alcohol poisoning in bed. Uh, we got a couple comments that came in. We got Randy out of Victorville on the station, 91.3. He says he wanted to share how God rescued him from being homeless and how he saved his life, a success story. Then there's another comment that uh, basically says, uh, Matthew from Vegas, 98.1 station, says, I went through a lot of trials, and you guys were right on the button in saying how God will bring you through. I used to bartend at nightclubs, but God delivered me mm-hmm. through a lot. Wow. Thank you, Matthew, yes. out in Vegas. You know, I mean, if we had hours, people could write in their success stories all the time. It's God. Right. Jesus Christ crucified. Believe in Jesus. Follow him. He'll, you'll encounter his Holy Spirit and he will transform your life. If you're driving right now or if you're in your house, tuned in to the social media, Ryan Reese or Ryan-Reese.com, whatever it is, ask God for forgiveness of sins and tell him to reveal himself and to send his Holy Spirit. And he will baptize you right now on the spot. Forgive you for every sin you've ever done. And you could start living the life that you were created for. The thoughts that God has for you are to prosper you. He loves you. And yeah, you're going to go through trials and tribulations, but he works out. He's working out his faith, our faith, in in, in through those trials and tribulations. But even if we don't come to Christ, we still go through hard times. So it's like... You want Christ on your side. Exactly. That's that's the point. It's like, why would you want to go through all these hard times without having that assurance that the Lord is there and that he's going to take you through it? Because if he's not there and you're not in Christ, then what do you have to lean on? Dude, I'm so glad I got God in my older age. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dang. For sure. Because it's wild out there. Exactly. Especially the time we're living in. Yeah. And and it's getting worse. That's what we're talking about. You know, it's crazy how quick time goes by. I came to Lord when I was 27. That's 13 years ago. God, I can't believe it's gone by that You're quick. You're that old? Yeah, I'm that old. <laughs> old guy. Hey, you know what's I really... Look young. You know what's really... <laughs> you do look young. It's all that Botox. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so check this out. Uh, you know what is dope, though? i trying to help myself worth. When you, uh, <laughs> when you watch... Do you use Botox? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what's interesting, though, is when... Uh, when you read the Bible and you just watch all the current current events and everything that's going on in with the world, right, dude, the Bible comes alive. Seriously. Like these are the most exciting times that we're living in right now, right, dude. I get so pumped as I as I as I see what's happening, how God's moving with with people, He's saving people, He's transforming people's lives. I mean, all these these su- success stories through 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 a relationship with God, and then the news and all the stuff that's going on. The Bible is coming to life like Jesus is coming for his church. Right. Mm-hmm. These are most amazing times. We need to reach the world with the gospel because people have no hope. But when you give them the message of the cross and who Jesus is, then they do have hope. They right. find out their self-worth. They find out why they were created. They find out why they're here on earth. And that's what this whole message wake up is that I'm giving at uh, this wake up tour right now. Right. I'm touring churches is that. To, to, to bring it to the churches, to let the church know that God loves them, has a plan for them, and the things that are happening out in the world, that we have to wake up and look around. The harvest is ripe. We need to reach people. Our mission that was given to, given to us by Christ individually 
is the Great Commission. Right. That is our duty. And the Great Commission is to reach people for Christ. If we believe that hell exists, which Jesus says it himself, he says that the highway to hell is broad, and many find that way, but the, the road to eternal life is narrow, and few find it, we have the get out of hell free card. Like right. Monopoly has the get out of jail free. We have the get out of hell free. It's Jesus Christ crucified. It's a relationship with God. And when we give our life to Jesus Christ, our name is written in the book of life. That means we are saved. For, we are saved. We have eternal life in him. That right. means when we take our last breath, that we will enter heaven and we will have eternal life and we get to live in heaven forever with all of our families and all that. And you know what's so interesting is you think about how hopeless life is when you think about a a life without Christ. Think about it. If you are not saved and you don't have a relationship with God, that means when you take your last breath and you're not a Christian, you're going to be separated from your family. Right. But the way God de- de- the way God created it is that in a relationship with him that everyone that believes in him will be saved and we can enter heaven and eternity forever that we could be with our family forever. Right. Think about how amazing that is. Exactly. I was talking about that with Crystal the other day, my wife. I was like, Dude, think about it. If we all walk with God, right. and all of our family pretty mm-hmm. much is saved now, mm-hmm. that when we take our last breath, we will all be in heaven together right. forever. Yep. But if you don't have a relationship with God, then you'll be separated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, right. that's just so crazy. How when when My mind's exactly. blown when you think about how God and His loving, how much He loves us and cares for us, that He created this place that we can live forever. Because here on earth, this is like, what, you live like 60, 70, 80 years, right. and right. then what? It's all temporal. and Yeah, and then what? I want to be with my family forever. Exactly. I want to be with my daughters. I want to be with right. you. I want to be with my friends. Yeah. Dude, we get to be together forever in heaven. How amazing is that? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like We never stop to really think about that too no. much. No, we don't. And it's a, it's a simple thing because you get bogged down with life and the right. fast-paced thing. But that is the reality. That's the great victory. The whole gospel message is based on eternity. Right. Yes, God changes your life right there, and it changes what your uh, purpose is in life or shows you what your purpose is in life. But the true measure is, that's why when I do services, when I do funerals and mm-hmm. memorials, to me, it could be a great moment. It's a great time of right. celebration. It's the greatest graduation you can ever imagine. Right. You're leaving this earth to go to heaven, no more pain, no more sorrow. Being united with family members that have called upon the name of the Lord as well. And it's a great story. I want to add this really quick. Just came out in the news last night. Uh, Buff billionaires and the quest for eternal life. Muscular Amazon founder Jeff, whatever his name is, 53, leads the way among super fit Sun Valley tycoons as he and others investors pump millions into life expanding technology. Wow. They're looking for eternal life. Right, exactly. And Jesus says, I've come to give life. Whosoever exactly. believeth in him will not perish, but have everlasting, everlasting life. life. Eternal life. Right. People, we are born for eternal life. Right. And people are trying to find it other ways. Right. But Jesus says, I've come and given it freely. Yeah. Believe yep. in the Son, and you will have eternal life. Exactly. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Hey, you want to hear more about this? Come tomorrow night to That's Wake right. Up Doer. I got it all dropping tomorrow night at Calvary Chapel Diamond Bar at 6 p.m. Sunday night service, the wake-up tour. Come down, come one, come all. We'll be there. We got tacos. We got My Delight Cupcakes. The Whosoever booth will be set up, too. The Whosoever booth will be out there. New product. Come out. Say what's up to us. K-Wave's going to be there as well. Like Ryan said, 5 o'clock tacos. If you're not in the area, calvarygs.org at 6 p.m. Love you guys. See you next week. Peace. Peace.
This has been Live with Ryan Reese. To connect or find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for Live with Ryan Reese. Hello, this is Dr. Doug Grothuis, host of Truth Tribe, where we seek the truth through reason and evidence about what matters most. And we are not tribal since truth is for everyone. Please join me at the Truth Tribe as I discuss the reasons for Christian faith, the Christian worldview, and moral issues such as abortion and gender ideology. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search Truth Tribe on your favorite podcast app.